Organization is the ability to logically and systematically categorize information in your mind's eye. If you have trouble remembering errands and appointments, simply writing this information down in an everyday planner goes a long way toward helping your memory. But there are also ways to do this mentally. To start you thinking about these four key concepts, here are some practices you can use in your daily routine. To learn association, the next time you have to take your car for inspection, remember the word lurk. Keep in mind that each letter in the word lurk, L-I-R-K, refers to the first letter of another word. This will remind you to bring license, insurance, registration, and keys with you. To use visualization to remember a dentist appointment, picture a giant toothbrush cleaning your teeth with the day of the week of your appointment painted in big white letters on the toothbrush. As for an example of using imagination as a memory tool, the next time you need to buy a few items at the store, such as apples, blueberries, and peaches, picture each item jumping in and out of your jacket pockets and running up and down your sleeves. To use organization to improve your memory, buy a pocket calendar and record the top three things you have to do each week. For example, one week you may have to remember a business lunch, parent-teacher conference, and a yoga class. Reinforce this with your imagination and visualization. Picture your child's teacher in a yoga outfit sitting next to you at your business lunch. Admittedly, if you've been suffering from memory problems all your life, at this moment, it probably doesn't seem possible that the basic strategies represented by these four tools are ever going to help you build a sharper memory. However, by the end of this program, you will see great improvement in your memory. Have you ever wondered where the word and concept of memory came from? The word memory has its roots in ancient Greece. According to the ancient legend, Mnemosyne, from whom we get the words memory and mnemonic, was the goddess of memory. Ancient civilizations like Greece understood the value of memory. They had to, since oration was a particularly valuable skill centuries ago. Without paper, cards, laptop computers, teleprompters, or any other aids, memory was the only way an orator could remember exactly what he wanted to say, even when speaking for an extremely long time on topics of great complexity. Throughout history, everyone from commoners to kings used memory systems. Shakespeare was supposedly a believer in mnemonic techniques. In fact, the famous Globe Theater was called the memory theater. Perhaps it was called that because actors at this time needed a good memory in order to survive. There would be a new play every two weeks, and the current play was altered daily. There was little rehearsal, so an actor always had to be prepared. Behind the scenes, how does memory work? Although memory is often thought of as a single entity, in reality, there are several distinct types of memories, such as voluntary and involuntary memories. For instance, the smell of cookies baking may trigger a sensation of your grandmother's kitchen without your trying to recall such a memory.
that's an involuntary memory. On the other hand, if you see cookies baking and they remind you of your grandmother's kitchen, and then you actively try to remember what her kitchen looked like, that's voluntary. But let's simplify things a bit by thinking of memory as having three distinct stages. Sensory, working, also called short-term, and long-term. When you first receive information, it goes into your sensory memory, where it is briefly recorded. The color of a car passing by on the highway, an unusual-looking tree, a picture in a magazine. All of these things are seen by your mind and stored in sensory memory. However, unless you do something with this material right away, it's quickly replaced by fresh sensory information. If you focus your attention on a piece of information, such as the color of that car, it may become a part of working or short-term memory. Material in short-term memory survives longer than it does in sensory memory. From here, information is accessed and used. For example, if a friend tells you about a special strategy he used to win a chess match, the next time you play chess, you may remember the name of the strategy and possibly a few moves. However, it's doubtful you'll remember each and every move in the strategy and carry it through the game. Long-term memory, on the other hand, is much like a safety deposit box in a bank. Once something's in there, it's locked up tight. It's always going to be available for use whenever necessary. Your mother's face is an example of information permanently stored in your long-term memory. Speaking of mom, do you remember how your mother always used to